0: Well, good morning to add my welcome. My name's Andy, I'm one of the ministers here, and I want to bring you a message entitled, Why the Why? Today is a day when we mark the pain, suffering, and questioning of Jesus in his death. And as we do so, it helps to make sense of our own brokenness, pain, and suffering that we see in the world around us. With nails pierced through his wrists and feet, Having hung on the cross in agony since 9 a.m., at 3 p.m., Jesus calls out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Matthew 27, verse 45 and 46. From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani." which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The songs that we sing and the poems that we hear will help take us through the events of Good Friday. But as we begin, I want to consider why the why? Why did Jesus call out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? What was going on on the cross? And what do we see as we consider the cross? Three things. Firstly, we consider and we see Jesus forsaken. On the cross, Jesus was forsaken. God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit has always existed in relationship, in community together. But in this moment, Jesus is forsaken by his Father. In his gospel, Matthew's made it clear that Jesus was innocent and undeserving of death. Pilate has acknowledged that he has betrayed innocent blood, The governor has received no evidence to suggest that Jesus was guilty, and Pilate's wife sent Pilate a message too, proclaiming his innocence. Finally, Pilate washes his hands of this decision and leaves it with the crowd, who choose to free Barabbas, the murderer, rather than Jesus, in an annual tradition to release one prisoner. Surely it should have been Barabbas who was forsaken and punished. For humanity, the consequences of not living God's way was separation from God and death. And we see this right from the beginning of the Bible in the story of Adam and Eve, both physical and spiritual death. And this is what Jesus experiences here on the cross. He experienced being forsaken, innocent Jesus, shut out of God's presence and carrying the sin of the world on himself. In this moment on the cross, there was darkness over the land, and there was darkness in Jesus's soul. As 2 Peter 2, 24 puts it, he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, the place that should have been Barabbas's and ours, Christ took. Why the why of my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? because Jesus really was forsaken. This was really his experience. You see, sin couldn't simply go by unpunished because God is both just and holy, as well as loving. The burden of all the sins of humanity for a moment here on the cross overwhelm the humanity of our Saviour, and he cries out in anguish. In his love, Jesus really bore or took on our sin, And we see with it God's judgment. God gave Jesus up, Jesus forsaken, to take all this on. But we see that this was Jesus' own decision as well. As he prepared the night before in Gethsemane, he cries out, not my will be done, but yours. His disciples had fallen asleep, weak, and coming up short in Jesus' moment of need. But Jesus endured. He says, my father, if it's not possible for this cup to be taken away, unless I drink it, may your will be done. A cup was an Old Testament sign of judgment and Jesus took the judgment of God on himself and called out, called out expressing what he was experiencing. Jesus forsaken for us. In first century Every condemned prisoner had a charge sheet called a titulus, which told why he or she was being executed. But there was no deserving charge put against perfect Jesus. So mockingly, the title on this titulus was King of the Jews. In reality, Jesus took the titulus, the charge sheet of the world, and carried it to the cross himself. Jesus forsaken for us. He took responsibility for our own sin, and as a result, he experienced being forsaken by Father God. It was both his choice as our loving saviour, but also his absolute agony. He really did experience the feeling of being forsaken or abandoned by God, and he did this out of love for you and for me. Jesus intentionally travelled to this moment he set his face like flint and takes our place why the why firstly we see that jesus was forsaken secondly we see that jesus suffered this wasn't a question looking for answers but a cry of the horror being experienced jesus wasn't looking to open up a theological discussion and conversation in this moment but he was expressing the horror of what he was going through, feelings of pain and torture and abandonment. As we consider our own pain, we see that God in Christ is the God who suffered for us and with us. As we consider the pain of grief, we take comfort that Christ suffered too. As we consider the hardship of isolation that many of us experienced in the last couple of years, we remember that for our sake, Christ was painfully isolated. As he carry with us our own anguish and desperation at the pain that we see in our world, we know that Christ, too, called out in agony. Michael Green, in his commentary on Matthew, says this, "'God is no absent academic who writes a book on the problem of pain.' He is the caring doctor who comes alongside us as we lie in anguish. He has got involved. He has allowed pain at its most severe to strike him. We worship a suffering God. This is the best answer to the question of undeserved suffering. Why the why of my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Well, because Jesus really suffered. And this cry from the cross expresses that. Before the joy of Easter Sunday, today we mark and remember Jesus forsaken and Jesus suffered. And within that, we make room for our own exclamations of why. We take reassurance that we too can be honest with God about what we feel and experience in our own moments of distress, desperation, and suffering. In John 18 and verse 4 It tells us that Jesus knew all the things that were coming upon him as he made his way towards the cross. So it was no surprise to him what was coming, but that doesn't make it any less agonizing. This was a cry of agony, of suffering, one that Jesus went through for you and for me so that we could be made right with God. The cross of Jesus tells us that God has not turned his back on us, but Jesus is with us in our suffering. And through the cross, we can know his love and presence in the hardest of times. In 2 Corinthians 5 and 21, Paul says, Christ had no sin, but God made him become sin so that in Christ, we could become right with God. We think about why the why, what do we see on the cross? We see Jesus forsaken, we see Jesus suffering, and we see Jesus' trust. He trusted. Jesus trusted God's plan. Of the seven cries that Jesus makes from the cross, perhaps this is the most passionate. Jesus expressed the agony of his pain, both physical and spiritual, as he hangs on the cross. He's quoting from Psalm 22 as he shares these words. As we heard Psalm 22 read to us by Paul, it was a psalm of suffering By David that pointed towards the Messiah, including phrases that talked of pierced hands and feet even before the first crucifixion had taken place. It talks of garments being divided among them and clothing being cast by lots. Some scholars think that in many ways Psalm 22 is like a script for the last hours of Jesus's life. By quoting from a psalm that was clearly about the Messiah, Jesus is making it clear, even in this moment, that the scriptures that he has lived by and taught are being fulfilled on the cross. This made clear both for those listening and for those like us who are reading or listening to the accounts of Jesus today that the cross was God's plan. This was somehow all part of God's saving plan. In his hardest moment, Jesus expressed trust in Father God's plan. On Good Friday, we can take heart and trust in God's plan, even in all the challenges and suffering and darkest moments that we might experience ourselves. So, why the why of my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Today, we remember Jesus forsaken, Jesus suffered, and Jesus trusted. Jesus was forsaken and died for us. Jesus suffers with us. And Jesus, in his pain, trusted God's plan. So as we come to the cross today and take in the story of Good Friday, may we grasp what Christ did for each of us. May we know him with us in our own suffering. And may we too trust Father God for his plan for each of us. A plan that when trusted leads to forgiveness, restoration, hope, and eternal life. Amen.